Hey, hey, everyone. How are you today? We are speaking about practical Profit First. Now, so for those of you that don't know anything about Profit First, or maybe you've heard the book mentioned, but don't really know what's going on with it, Profit First is essentially a cash management strategy for your business. It basically helps you get from a place where it feels like all the money that you are bringing into your business just then disappears back out again. You're spending every penny you make, regardless, by the way, of whether you have 10K months or 100K months or a million pound months, it can happen regardless of size, that feeling the where everything comes in, it disappears out, there's hardly any left for you, certainly not the amount that you should be having for the size of business that you have, you're scrambling around for tax money, all that kind of thing. This can happen, like I said, at any stage of business, it's not just a newbie thing. So for those of you that are, you know, you just hit, say, 100k turnover level, please don't feel like this will then disappear before you hit a million because it won't. Okay, this happens at all stages of business and at all revenue levels of business. So this issue where you're spending everything, it's all going back out, like I said, happens every every turnover level imaginable. It is not something that you get over when you start growing the business and more revenue starts coming in, which is what I used to think which is why I used to think I used to think that, you know, as soon as my business reaches X turnover, it'll be fine. And that number got reached. And then it was like, hmm, this is still happening. And the same thing happened, the same thing happened, which is why I got drawn to Profit First. So that's a kind of brief summary for you guys who do not know about Profit First, have not heard about Profit First, don't really know what it is. So Today, I want to speak about some really practical steps in implementation because a lot of people come to me and they say, okay, I've tried to implement Profit First on my own and it has not worked. Or yeah, I keep implementing, but then I keep ending up stealing from the accounts that I set aside money for taxing or myself or profit or all these kinds of things. And so I want to go through today some real practical steps you can take to make Profit War First work more strongly in your business, to try and put in place some things to stop you stealing from those other accounts and to really get the business working for you. So the very, very, very first thing that I do when we get a new client on board is we look at the expenses. And I don't mean that we pull up a profit and loss account and we look at the headings in there. What I mean is we actually go through every single item that's coming out the bank account and we say, we ask ourselves two questions. The first question is, is this expense 100% necessary to keep the proverbial lights on in your business? You can't operate your business without it. It's just not possible. Is, that, is this expense one of those? If the answer is yes, then great. If the answer is no, then the secondary question is, well, is this expense delivering you a positive return on your investment? The money you are spending on this expense, is it delivering you more money back or is it delivering you time back so you can be more revenue generating? If the answer is no to that one as well, then the question is, what is this expense for? What is the purpose of it if it is not delivering either? And sometimes when we ask that question, people get a little bit defensive. It's a bit uncomfortable for them because they don't want to cut it. They don't want to call the expense because it's nice to have. But if we are getting to a place where you want your business to be highly profitable, where you want it to be delivering you money on a consistent basis that it's not doing just now, then we need to ask ourselves some really kind of hard, serious questions and we need to move things forward that way. 
So that is how we start. We start by basically making sure that the expenses are as lean as they possibly can be. That is the very, very first stage for me. Now, I know for those of you that have read the book, the first stage is setting up that profit account, transferring 1% of your income into profit and that type of thing. However, if you are currently loss making or if you are currently break even, no matter how many times you transfer that 1% into profit, it's still not there. It's still not there unless you do this exercise, unless you get your expenses lean, unless you assess your expenses really honestly with yourself and you make sure that you get rid of those expenses that you don't need in the business. Because until you do that, you don't have the available funds to be able to transfer anywhere to allocate to anything. So this for me is a really, really fundamental first step in implementing Profit First. It's also a step that I highly, highly recommend you do on a quarterly basis in your business, assessing are these expenses necessary to keep the lights on? Are these expenses delivering me a positive return? Now, when you're going through the spending and you're going through the bank account and you're looking at these things, some of the things that you come across will be team members. Some of the spending that you come across will be team. And you might just discount that from the question because some people do. So you might just discount that when you're asking yourself that question, but you shouldn't because each team member should also be delivering you a positive ROI. Okay. They should be delivering you more money than you are spending on their wages. And ideally by team and wages, I'm using this interchangeably to mean what they could be freelancers. They could be contractors. It could be their invoices. It could be their wages, whatever those things are. I mean, general people in your business, helping you out in your business and the money you are spending on them. That is what I mean by those two terms. Okay. So when we are looking at assessing this, we want our team members to be delivering us four times revenue, four times their salary in revenue. That's where we want them to be. And in terms of how much we spend on team members, we will want to spend about 25% of our revenue on team itself. So four times their salary on revenue. Now, if you are looking at a team member and you are saying, there's no way this person can deliver that. How can they do that? They have a role which doesn't, you know, doesn't generate revenue. Well, the question is, is that really true? Is that really the case? Because even somebody like your accountant or your bookkeeper can generate four times what you pay them in terms of tax savings, in terms of, you know, keeping the business lean and all those kinds of things. So there's many roles that you think, well, that doesn't deliver to the revenue, but actually delivers to the bottom line as well. So we have to bear that in mind that it might not be directly revenue generating if they're not sales people, they're not generating sales, but it should be impacting the bottom line. Now, another other people that sometimes people will say to me, well, this is an operational person. They are, you know, they, they can't deliver four times their salary, but if they're working with your clients operationally, then are they getting referrals? Are they getting great testimonials for the business? Are those things happening? The big one would be referrals. Are they doing a good enough job to generate referrals? And then therefore they're generating sales into the business. So that's a really big one to ask. So I want you to assess as well at this stage, at the very beginning stage, before you're allocating money around, are my team all working for me? Is this a positive position that my team are in? Are they delivering for me? Are they delivering revenue? Are they delivering profit? The big one, of course, is profit. Are they delivering bottom line profit for me? And if the answer is no, then the question is, is their job necessary? you know, what is their role if they're not impacting profit in the business? 
And how can you make their role into one that impacts profit in the business? And if you can't, then there's a big question about why that person is there. And this is something that you can do regularly as well and regularly assessing whether each team member is delivering the value. Okay, because you would, I mean, hopefully, you would naturally be doing this anyway through your interactions with them, whether they're employees or whether they're contractors, you know, having regular reviews of their work, making sure that they're delivering as you want them to, all those kinds of things. So this is just kind of an extra layer to add into that, to make sure that that all ties back for you, that that all comes together. So what we then do once we've looked at, okay, are our expenses as lean as they can be? That's kind of exercise one. Is our team at the right place? Exercise two. Then we can actually start to think, okay, how do we now set up our business to get us from where we are now to those profit first percentages to where we want to be? Okay. And it's only now that we really want to look at that. And we don't advise people dive straight in and put the percentages in place that are recommended in the book straight off the bat, because that is when everything collapses in a colossal way. So if you are, let's say, spending 80% of your revenue currently on operating expenses, and you suddenly try and implement your 40% if you're in that bracket, clearly there's something going to go wrong there something will fall over because you haven't magicked money out of the air. That is why getting your expenses as lean as possible is the absolute first step in this process. So now you've got your expenses as lean as they can be. You've got your team in the right place. You've got it their costs as lean as you can get them for what you need for them to deliver. Now you want to look at, okay, what is my revenue that I need to generate as a result of this? Okay, as a result of my expenses where they are now, as a result of my team spend where it is now, you can gross up the percentage from the book to work out what your revenue needs to be. So you go, okay, is that where my revenue is? Is that currently doable for me? And if the answer is yes, then of course you can leap straight to those end percentages and just get everything in place and it's done. However, for most people, they go, oh, that's not gonna work. So we need to do a stage process. So what I recommend is now you've got your lean expenses. Now you've got your lean team. You want to work out looking at your own current planned revenue for the current month. Okay, what does that work out to be? What are those OPEX expenses as a percentage of my revenue? What is that now? What is my now starting position? I don't want you to look back six months and say over the last six months or the last year, what was my starting position? Because you've just done an exercise to change that. You've just done something that's going to change what your now position is. So you need to work from this new now, if that makes sense, that you need to work from your new now position and not your historics when it comes to the expenses, because you just changed it. You've just changed what the historics are going to be based on making your expenses as lean as they can be. So when you are looking at that, when you are saying, okay, this is my new now, this is what my percentage is, this is what my operating expenses percentage is, then you want to plan forward. So you want to plan forward month by month by month. And this is essentially your profit plan, okay? This is in part how you build out your profit plan. So the next stage is building that profit plan. Okay. So what does your business look like now? You've got your now position. 
what does it need to look like next month, the month after, the month after, the month after, the month after. And what you want to get to is you want to get closer and closer every month or every quarter. Some people like to do this quarterly. I personally like to do it monthly. I, you know, I have quite aggressive targets generally. So I like to do it on a monthly basis and moving those percentages closer and closer to finally then hitting your target allocation percentages, the ones that we have in the book. So how do we do that? Well, each month we either need to decrease our operating expenses further, increase our revenue or a mixture of both. Those are the only ways that we can get our percentages closer in line. There's only two levers here, increase revenue, decrease expenses. So which can you then do month on month? Now you might have some expenses that are dropping out of contract. You might have loan repayments, for example, that are dropping off and that will naturally then help in terms of the expenses. You might have some that you need now, but you know that you won't need in three months time. Again, you want to model that out month on month. You want to model out what that looks like. And then you want to go, okay, what are my revenue targets each month? Like when am I doing launches? What am I selling here? What am I selling there? You know, looking at your content plan, looking at your sales plan and aligning them all together, aligning the financial plan, the profit plan together with the other plans that you have for the various things that are happening in your business. So getting those all aligned up and then moving those percentages month on month on month on month closer. And now you have a model. Now you have your profit plan that maps out what you need your business to do financially. So you then, of course, need to deliver on that plan. So you need to make sure that you are assessing on a monthly basis. Are my costs in line? Are my costs in line? Are they still in line? And then making sure you're bang on it with those revenue targets as well, whether it's just yourself selling in the business or whether it's team members as well. And like we said, they should be delivering four times their salary. So some may be selling directly, others may be bringing in referrals or those kinds of things, but are they in line? Is everyone hitting the numbers they need to be on a weekly and daily basis in order for you to get those revenue numbers that you want? Is that working for you? And then assessing. So it may be that you need to tweak the plan as you go along, and that's completely okay, but it will impact. It will impact your profit first percentages, and you want to make sure that those are all still aligning. Can you deliver on the revenue that you planned out without, for example, having to add another team member? If you do need to add another team member, that needs to go in the model, that needs to go in the profit plan. Otherwise, things will fall apart. So it's making sure that your plan is really a whole business that you're looking at and making sure that it, it can, it has the possibility to align with reality. Because if it doesn't have the possibility to align with reality, we may as well just forget it. There's no point in building a profit plan that is not deliverable. One thing that people often forget when they're building out their profit plan is things like Stripe fees. That can be a big one that people forget. They put in their revenue, they put all the expenses in, they forget that Stripe takes 3% of your revenue and you, uh, you, that disappears. So when you're building this out, please, please remember to look at all these pieces. Also, when we're looking at our profit plan, are you, if you're VAT registered, including VAT, excluding VAT, I usually recommend people to include VAT in everything and then include the VAT payments in there as well, because your profit plan isn't a profit and loss, it's a cash flow. Because Profit First is a cash flow system, and therefore your profit plan is based on cash. And we want to actually line up the realities of cash with the actuals of cash and see if they are 
linked together. Now you've got your profit plan. Now you can start allocating money based on profit first. And that is going to be based on the percentages you have in plan. So each month you would change your profit first percentages based on your plan every month. And they will be getting you closer and closer and closer and closer to those target allocation percentages that we want to hit. Because I believe that this is the way that you actually get profit first implemented, you get it working and you get it sticking in your business, which is the bit that most people really, really struggle with. Because if you don't put these steps in place, what I have seen in the work that we do with clients is that it falls over. You start it, it falls over, you start it again, it falls over again, and it, and it's all these false starts. And then that's just really disheartening. That makes it feel like, oh, it's not going to work for my business. I must be doing it wrong. All those kinds of things, which is not the case. It can absolutely work for your business. I know it can because I've seen it work across sectors, across revenue levels. So I was saying that I think this is, this is a big, big fundamental piece that if you don't have in place at the beginning of the profit first journey, that that causes you to, to rebound all the time. That causes you to try it and then fail and then try it and then fail, try it and then fail. And it causes you to kind of, you know, just think it's not going to work. I've seen it work across industries. I've seen it work across revenue levels. You know, as long as you're committed to the process, then it absolutely can work in your business. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.